0: Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Cop Update for this Monday afternoon, the day after Liverpool beat Everton 2-0 at Anfield in the Merseyside derby to stay in touch with Manchester City at the top of the Premier League table with five games to go. Um, Lots and lots and lots went on um, at the game yesterday, the aftermath, the narratives, um, it's all going on. If you're watching... Throw all your comments in the, in the chat there and we we'll get to as many as we can over the next 25 to 30 minutes. Hit the like button if you want. Subscribe if you haven't already. Share across your social media. But as I always say, 40 shows a month for free on this YouTube channel and across your podcast uh, apps. So any little help you can give us is greatly appreciated. Uh, but not demanded, I have to say. Um, loads to get through. Loads and loads to get through Before I do Let's see who's in Johnny Doyle is in Garrett McDonald is in Watford Dinner is in MC is in Gav, we missed you on the Fatback 4 yesterday The, the Fatback 4 was brilliant last night without me So no big deal there uh, Same boy, 65 is in John Fisher is in Kevin Ball uh, Emma Kavanaugh, Uh Cal Robinson Andy O'Chill Wayne Stewart Red Steve um, Who's changed his name again To one kiss at all it takes um, At the end of his name So fair play Um I had a lovely weekend, Um, it was heavy, but uh, really, really enjoyable, Um, lovely couple of days in Liverpool, got to meet a couple of people I haven't seen in a long time, Um, have a drink with them, a drink or six with them, Um, stayed in a really good spot, Um, a new spot for me to stay in, just outside the city, Um, really, really good, I want to thank the people um, where I stayed, I'm not telling you where it was, because it's only a small place and uh, if I let everybody know where it was... um, I won't get a spot there the next time, but um, Peter, Mark, Paul, and um, all the staff at where I stayed were absolutely excellent, enjoyed a few drinks with them, and um, I can't thank them enough. It was a proper weekend. Um, loads of Liverpool fans spoken to, loads of Evertonians spoken to over a drink as well, which was nice, um, but the game itself got into Anfield, place was absolutely buzzing, um, away and um, packed, all the home and um, packed, um, so that puts to bed the fact that we do sell out. Um, our stadium, and um, despite some claims during the week by um some people, the lineup was surprising to me. The, uh, how strong he went, but I was delighted with it because I was I was talking to a couple of people before the game, and I was like, "Look, he's gonna have to do a bit of this at times, where he's gonna have to throw them out there." And all right, we've a game three days later, but we're gonna have to throw them out there, and he did. Um, I would have liked to see manny start out left with Jota down the middle, simply because the way Everton wanted to play. And look, there's an awful lot around everything and time wasting. And I get to that. And Frank Lampard's comments of what oh, we didn't set out to be like that is a bit weird because they carried out a plan absolutely, um, to the letter from what I could see. But Liverpool in the first half just couldn't get through everything. It was it was literally ten men behind the ball, and um, for the vast majority, um, Richarlison. Ventured up front on his own at times. Done okay at times. Um, getting the better of Matip and getting the ball into his feet. But everything just went interested after that. They would commit one man at most with Richardson for most of the game. Liverpool couldn't get going. I felt sorry for Naby Keita, who was trying to take up that central position um, to occupy maybe some centre-halves and the likes of Alain. But it just wasn't getting into them. They were closing off everything. I thought we could have got at their full-backs a little bit more. That's why I would have put Mane out, on the, on, out wide. But... Liverpool were feeling their way in. They weren't under any threat, you know. Um, the the time-wasting was just appalling. Um, absolutely appalling from start to finish. You know, from minute one, it was taking 40, 50 seconds to get a goal kick taken. It was taking close to that for, for throw-ins. So there was one at one stage where Everton had a free kick and he must have taken 40 to 50 seconds over and then beat with the 60 yards into the cup. And it was just one of those where you went, it's going to be one of those days. You know, there's nothing we can do about it. It's gonna be one of those days and we're just gonna to have to keep our heads down and keep going. Um before we go on to the second half, before we go on to the second half, like there's a lot around Anthony Gordon and stuff like that. Anthony Gordon for me is a good player, by the way. Um he was by far Everton's best player yesterday because although we didn't get much of the ball, Everton at fourteen percent position or something like that, when he did get it, he looked a threat because he's direct and he's confident in himself. I have to give it to him. Um, you know he he, he makes some, some runs yesterday um, where he gets beyond Liverpool and he looks a trek but he lets himself down with the antics like it was ridiculous him and Richarlison yesterday Richarlison must have went down three times the Everton fans rejoiced in this at the fact that he went down and was wasting time rejoicing the fact that he took ages to get off the pitch and then rejoicing the fact that he sprinted back on um, but we're going to talk about narratives later you see because it's selective narratives at times but uh, Gordon did look a threat. I think that was partly down to Trent in the first 20 minutes or so who didn't look on it at all. Didn't look very, very sharp. Um, but he dives in the box, Gordon. He goes down a couple of times very easy. He dives in the box and you're like, it's a clear dive and he gets a yellow card for it. Robertson has a wardroom and it all kicks off then. And that's what Derby's about. But I felt a decent player yesterday let himself down with his antics. Um Jordan Pickford. Like it was getting stupid he, he was picking up balls in front of the Everton fans and travelling 30-40 yards across the pitch to take goal kicks and stuff like that and there was an absolute plan There's was, there was no doubt about that it was an absolute plan yesterday and they're well within their rights to try to do that plan I was a bit more annoyed at the referee to be honest because he didn't seem to be having a goal pick for them, having a goal or any of them to like move this on and then he put three minutes up on the board Um at the end of the first half and when you look at the first half Richardson goes down three times I think he needs treatment three times um, I think Air, Air Physio might be on once does it delay twice when Jota and Coleman get involved in a bit of a an argument um, does a delay then does a forward a delay then when, when Richardson is down and we don't kick the ball it, it should have been five or six minutes and I think if the ref had to put five or six minutes up on the board um It might have relieved, you know, taking away that um, time-wasting in the second half or just booked one of them. Just went, listen, you've done that five times now. Bang, there you go. Pickford was taken forever with the ball in his hands He was dropping to the ground But we've seen that Allison sorted him out later on um, Sorry I missed all your comments Let's scroll back up here and see what we have And I'll read some out to you Johnny Doyle reckons he ever gone down uh, Gary McDonald has been in stitches all morning Reading some of the sad efforts to make out Like Everton were actually good yesterday um, John Fisher is just delighted to be a red If you did watch the game yesterday And seen some of the show you uh, put out you think Everton played amazing and should have won Everton deserved nothing out of that game yesterday Alan makes two successful passes in that game yesterday, both in kickoffs. He plays 70-odd minutes. Um, they have a shot from DeCorey, the, the first half that goes well wide. And Martin Tyler's trying to tell you, I've seen in the highlights, Martin Tyler saying, maybe Allison gets a touch on that. It's a mile wide. <coughs> the the Gray hits one, flashes a shot wide, second half. Um, Richardson in straight into Allison's hands when he drops to the ground. And Gordon across the face of goal. That's it. they done nothing else. They one corner in the game. I think that was forced half. So, the narrative that comes out that Everton deserved somehow of that game yesterday. And people, and the overriding narrative coming out of today is Everton trying to tell you that they were hard done by is it. It's absolutely mad- madness. It's madness. like, oh, did you see the tackle by Trent? Yeah, he gets the yellow card for it. The one with Matta running through. They're both running with it. And he just... He just wants to go and make contact with Matip. And this is where I come back to Gordon. He stays on his feet, he probably has him, Matip for pace, and is in on goal. But he's more intent in making contact and going down. And I'm I'm presuming the referee, I'm in the ground, so I'm presuming the referee doesn't give it, which he didn't. I'm in the ground of seeing that. But VAR surely look at it and say, yeah, you're okay there. There's there's no problem there. So Everton have asked for um, an explanation of the PGMOL. Which is okay, fair enough. I'd love for an explanation of the PJMOL while where Charleston can kick out on the ground, um, studs up straight into just above the knee of I think of uh, Jordan Henderson. Um I think Alan tries to take Mane out. And don't get me wrong, Liverpool weren't angels yesterday, but it was a derby. You know, so if you're gonna if you're gonna go in and be, be shit house about it, with time wasting and, and going down and stuff like that, you have to take it the other way. You know. <coughs> I'm I'm not mad happy over the time wasting. Um but I was all up for the you know, people throwing bleeding, they were throwing digs or whatever. Fair enough. Both at it, go at it. Doesn't and I thought the ref the only thing I throw at the ref yesterday was the time wasting stuff. I thought other than that, he he handled it quite well. Uh let me see what we had here. Fifteen percent possession, they were awful. To be fair, Gordon was a decent player apart from all the diving. To Kevin Ball, I fully agree. Zachary reckons they have average going down. Um, just need City to have a tough game against Madrid. Yeah, I think they will. Um, Ollie's been watching Anthony Gordon's Twitter all morning. What do you reckon, Gav? Alison, man of the match, just with little arms, piss takes a Stephen Hand. Um, I'd give it to Andy Robertson. I thought he was excellent yesterday from start to finish. Um, 14% possession is mentioned again. Let me see. Uh, Darren says media not even touching on the time wasting I've never seen a player receive treatment For 5 minutes for heading a simple near post corner With no one else around It was ridiculous He heads the ball out and then just hits the deck um, Look uh, When you look at it from point of view We won the game And Everything don't threaten And the only thing they're taking out of the game is Oh this should have been a penalty I've seen angles where Matthew's foot is on the ground. I've seen angles where uh, Gordon's foot is on the ground, but I'm not too sure of which stage of it it is. You know, it could have been his foot's down, then his foot's. Uh, you know, you probably want to watch it in slow motion. For me, Gordon's reputation probably does that for him in the second half. But Anthony Gordon is playing in a side that needs points, they need results. And he is true on goal. He's true on goal. If he just sticks with the fact that he's true on goal, he's ahead of Matip. They're arms, arm and arm as they're going, but he's ahead of him. He's in a position where he can get a shot away and he's just more interested in putting himself across Matip and trying to get a foul, right? He's done it. I go to some games this season. He's done against Liverpool in game this season. So it's... I don't know. I, the narrative for me is absolutely mental. Um, Liverpool deserve to win. The goals, though... Diaz makes a massive difference when he comes on because he stays left. He stays left. Now, we're held by the fact that he goes a bit 4-4-2, but he stays left, Diaz, whereas Jotten in the first half was out left and was literally in standing beside Mane at times. I think we may be looking for Thiago and Robertson to get going down the left-hand side, but we couldn't get an overload going, particularly down the left-hand side, because Shane McCormick was there, Damari Gray was there, wh- whoever he could get, over there, they, were, they literally were trying to concentrate four players on each side of the pitch at different times, you know, to, to alleviate Salah and to alleviate um, Jota, but Jota was trying to come inside and that's where I felt a bit sorry for Manic or Keita, because Keita was inside as well going, I'm meant to be playing in this space and everyone seems to be in it, whereas when Diaz comes on, Diaz just goes, I'll play. I'm just going to play left. I'm just going to play left, and I'm going to get at Coleman. And you could see Coleman panicking straight away. He was kicking balls out. He was heading stuff out when there was no reason to. Um, he didn't want to get too tight to Diaz, which meant Diaz could do some work. And when he did get tight, Diaz was was ready to absolutely slaughter him. Um, Fourth goal, though. Salah was quiet enough. Um, and it was just because it was hard to overload when you've that many people back. You know, if you can isolate a full-back and you get Trent or you get Kate involved, you can overload and make space. Salah grew more and more into the game. I've seen stuff like um, the the left-back, I want to say Mialenko, uh, his name goes of my head all the time, had him in his pocket. He didn't because he just had loads of protection in front of him. Most of the time, Salah wasn't faced with with the left-back. He was faced with another midfielder coming back and helping an extra Blanket of security for our fullbacks. It was just so defensive and so deep. Um, but it grew in, it grew in, and it grew in, and it kept going and going. And then Origi comes on, and I was thinking to myself, don't throw loads of crosses in the box. They want that. Origi's good in the air, but they want it. That's what they want. And Liverpool kept going. Origi was excellent when he came on, by the way. um, Touch was really good. He was strong. There was one bit near the end where he wins in, in near air box, and he should clear it. Tries to do a bit of Tries to do a bit of a dribble and we lose. I think they end up getting a free kick that he kick out over the back post. But um, at the far post, sorry. But Origi was really good as his touch. He, he was getting into positions. He was making space for people. He was occupying people um, as a central player. Now, in fairness, Mane's in there with him. Um, you know, we're, we're two up front. You know, we are two up front. And um, you have got you have got Diaz um, out left. So we stretched them a bit more. And we occupied them a bit more, which was cool. Um, first call, lovely little touch in by Salah. Lovely touch by Origi, who again you can see is occupying people. Lays it off. Salah is a lovely chip to the back post. And I thought Jota, I think, was on it. Too high for him. But I think it's bad from Coleman. I think he's just flat-footed. Um but Robertson is there, good header, back to where it came from, down low, goes in between um Pickford's legs, into the net, and the, the let-off in the ground was huge because, you know, if you go another 5-10 minutes there, you're thinking, geez, we're into the back end of this game and it's still nil all. But we got what we deserved overall. We kept playing, we were patient. I liked how we were patient. and We weren't just banging shots from place. And it would have been easy for Salah to come inside and... Open a bit of space outright for Trent to get on it. And the same with Diaz. To come inside, open a bit of space for the full-backs to get it and put it in the box. But we didn't. We kept nice and um, patient and played our football. Kept playing, kept playing, kept playing. Um, and we get that goal. Everything res- respond by putting on Rondon and still go 10 men behind the ball. And they won't break away. I think it actually might be true, Gordon or a Woby, maybe. And you look and there's no one in the box room. Liverpool end up taking the ball off And we go again The second goal that was great You know um, We've a bit of pressure Henderson takes his time And puts it into a good area I don't think he's aiming Particularly at Diaz But he's putting it into an area Where it's at the back post There's a couple of men there There's a couple of big men there Goes beyond most of them Diaz tries the overhead Origi's a mile onside And the killer instinct He gets in Heads it into the roof of the net And the place goes berserk again um, And that's game set and match You know, and at the end of the day, Liverpool got what you deserved, and so did Everton. And I said last night, you know, I was delighted for Liverpool. I was even more happy for Everton because of the way that went on yesterday. You're trying to win points, and we've been talking about Everton um, on this channel and privately with lads about do they go down, do they not? And Davos even Davos been on this load time and said Bornees play a different sport. That was a different sport Everton were playing yesterday. It wasn't football. It wasn't football. And the problem they're going to have now is, and I was actually speaking to a couple of Everton fans in a pub beforehand, um, really nice, two really nice fellas. Um, when Burnley won just before we were due to play, just before I was going to leave for Anfield, they said straight away, we're going to struggle now because we had a buffer. That buffer's gone. They have a game in hand. They're two, I think they're two points behind Burnley now. But they have to win to get out. And that's where they think everything might struggle. Um, Thoughts on us getting a crypto short sponsor from David Ornstein. (coughs) I've no real thoughts on it at the minute. I haven't read much on it this morning. I'm not really up on what crypto is, to be honest with you. Um, I'm no expert on it. Um, Cryptocurrencies, I know. Um, But Liverpool have to make money. And I know crypto doesn't sit right with people. And betting things don't sit right with people. And alcohol doesn't sit right with people. And... Um, different things, but listen, you' don't know where it'll end up. You know it could stand a charter that air at the minute. It could be anybody you know Axa could come in and go, listen, we'll extend the deal, and we'll do short sponsors. It's probably an opening gambit or it's probably an opening thing from possible sponsors, but at the moment I haven't read too much into it, there will be some backlash to it. Um, because there usually is for most things that's done. Now, I'm not saying I agree, I don't agree with it, but there's always a backlash, isn't there, as to is it right, is it wrong? But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the standard thing is up this season. Liverpool, I think, the talk is 70 million a season for two seasons. So we'll have to wait and see. But again, um, Ali, I, I haven't read too much on it. I know there will be some sort of backlash and some sort of discussion over it. But we'll just, let's wait and see what comes out of it before we go any further with that. Um let me see. Uh, the Blue Novers are convinced that they'll be safe now and have rediscovered their fight and desire because they only got B2 0 delusion on a grand scale. I'd worry for them. And when you fall into that way of playing, I think it might be hard to get out of genuinely. Now having said that, I think they play Leicester. He'll give them points. Brendan Rogers, I'm telling you. Um They've Brentford, they've Wofford, they've Arsenal. Um, Did he have Chelsea as well? I think they might have Chelsea as well. But they'll find it hard. And and as much as people go, all oh, the rest down there are shit. only have won two in a row. Two home games, two wins, two clean sheets. And they're on a bit of a bounce after losing Sean Dyche because I think they're playing more attacking players. They're actually trying to attack a bit more. So I think they'll struggle. Everyone fans I spoke to just before the game yesterday and afterwards, felt that they may struggle now because the emphasis is now on them to come back rather than just sitting there and keeping a buffer with them and Burnley. You know, they've taken one point from the last two. Burnley have taken six. It's a big turnaround. And even if you look at Burnley's games, you know, or Everton's games go, what can they get? Burnley have a new impetus now as to go, We can we can get a few results here. You know, Burnley have a couple of games now again where you think they might get something out of it. are the one to watch. Leeds have an horrendous running And they go away to Palace tonight I really think Leeds need At least a draw there tonight To keep themselves Just a little bit away Um, I was worried when Ron Long came on I'm kidding He's gashed like the rest of them Says Red Steve Anteo <laughs> <laughs> Chills says Everton's players and manager Acted like a side That knew they were down If they lose that game That Burnley win All but cemented Their championship status for him Next up the championships Is Emma Kavanagh I haven't watched much of Everton This season because Why would you But they're actually so bad Stunk the plays They were horrific football He was horrific it, it was horrific to watch. But Everton fans in the ground seem to be delighted with it. You know? Um, they seem to be delighted. They seem to be reveling in this. You know? We're never going to score, but this is what this is great, isn't it? Um, Gordon, 21 years of age, says what's for dinner. Showed his age yesterday. Fantastic future ahead. Anyway, enough of him. I think he has a good future ahead of him. I think he's a good player. I think he has tools to be a really good player. But he's got to earn a reputation. And the reputation will precede him. And... Then you have issues. Um, thoughts on Nunez rumours, Gav? Uh, some say there's an agreement. Is this Nunez off Benfica? I Haven't heard anything about it. Haven't heard anything about it. Crypto is just another investment vehicle. Just be careful of the scams. Due to uh, do your due diligence, folks. is Tariq, uh, or Tarek. yeah. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm no expert on crypto. Um, let me see. Uh, Leicester still in Europe could be a blessing. Could be a blessing for Everton. I think. Um, Chelsea is their next game. Yeah, I knew they had Chelsea. I just couldn't remember when. Um, Lover supposed post about fighting till the end and they get out of it like he's not out the door. They're second, they're down. Crypto sponsor is fine as long as it's paid in pounds, euros, or dollars and not make you be monopoly money. Yeah, you'd have to, you see, that's the thing. Um, I know crypto is a currency and I know people trade in it, but Liverpool won't be wanting crypto coins or whatever the fuck they are. Um, let me see, let me see. Uh Leicester will rotate for Everton due to fixture congestion. Burnley v. Wafford and Everton v. Chelsea next gap should be even bigger, says Emma. You see Burnley are home to Wafford. Um, I think Wafford are gone. Wafford are gone. Norwich are gone. I don't think they've much to play for. Um, Burnley are away to Wafford, aren't they? Because I remember Burnley playing being at home. And um, to Waffle earlier in the season would have been one of Roy Hodgson's first games. Um, Everton does not have a defender anywhere near the level of Tarkowski or a striker as good as Vakars. Burnley will pick up points and Everton will continue losing. Says Sverd Fiskin. I hope I said that right. Sverd Fiskin. Um, Antio can't make up his mind on who he hates more Bernardo Richarlison or Fernandez. Evan deserved to go down says Cal uh, bang average disgraceful behaviour with him yesterday League 1 mentality um, Anthony Gordon is the new Francis Jeffers just another over high toughie says to Chase I'm not saying he's a war beater by any sense but I'm saying there is some talent in him um, He's, he's a level above what, what showed up there yesterday, and I included the Charleston and stuff. And that. He was a level above them, he was their only outlet, he was their only threat. He was the only one that kind of when he got it, you went, Oh, you know, he's a, he's on a run here. But when he's falling over that much, you know, the actually defenders just hitting him and saying, oh, he's diving and, and get away with it. I had to be honest with you. Um, but back to Liverpool, it's a strong side, he makes them three subs. And you're looking going We Villarreal on Wednesday. Villarreal get the weekend off because La Liga, they were right. And they just go, don't have to play the weekend before the European Cup um, semi-final. It's all good. So they've had a break. Liverpool have played on Sunday. Will play again on Wednesday. It'll be interesting to see what lineup comes because I think this is one where Liverpool will want to go out and get a couple of goals late heading to Spain. You shouldn't really off Villarreal. I think they've two shots on target um, against um, Bayern Munich over two legs and win 2-1. So their finishing is um, is good. But Liverpool, like I said, it's going to be it's going to be one of those where he's going to have to be brave at times when picking a side. I was surprised Canati didn't play yesterday. Um, you know, I thought maybe Henderson would have started yesterday. i I definitely seen Jota and Salah starting, but I wasn't too sure on the tour um, who he would go with. But look, he knows how fit they are. He knows how much energy he have. He knows what he wants to do on Wednesday. He knows what he wants to do against Newcastle at the weekend, and then beyond that, he probably knows what he wants to do. I had some sort of idea, and obviously that idea was was you know came to pass yesterday against Everton. It's another really good three points. Um, it's a fantastic um, title race. One point in about five to go. You can see where Liverpool could drop points. You can see where. Man City might drop points, but you could also see them both winning all five. And City could win it by a point. We need City to drop somewhere. We can't afford to drop, to be honest with you. Um, but look, we have to just enjoy it. We're going into this European Cup semi-finals now. We have an FA Cup final to come. We have five finals in the league. And I'm still, all, I'm still absolutely all over the fact we could win all four. No doubt about it. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. If we win one of them, if we win two, we win three, we win four great, um, it's been a brilliant, brilliant season and you won't you won't be accusing this team at the end of the season of having a lack of fui, desire, quality um, might be a bit of luck that undoes us might be a bit of luck that does it for us you never never know, Villarreal going to be a low block with counters, near Thiago, Fab, Keita Matip, Mane, Salah, Diaz Zachary, I thought Simakas might start, so did I actually, I was doing a show with um, the Anfield Rap on Friday and I think we're all in agreement that we thought Simicast might start because he's well up for a derby. No bother to him, but he starts Robertson, fine. Um, You might see Simicast against the likes of Newcastle, maybe next weekend. Wednesday will be difficult, says Kevo Sullivan. Absolutely it will be difficult. You don't get to a semi-final without being decent. You really, really don't. Um, Let me see. Be good if we win all our games and earn champions, says Dynamo Kev. Well, the thing is, Dynamo, Davos said it here last week. You could win seven, Draw one of your last 18 and not win the league. What are you meant to do? It's Like I said a minute ago, you can't blame them for application, desire, skill. You know, you just can't. It's just one of those. If you're beaten by a team that does one more point than you, you have to hold your hands and go, you're beaten. There's nothing you can do. But I still hold out hope that City might drop somewhere and we will take advantage. I'd be surprised if Canati Diaz and Henderson didn't start Wednesday, just strategic rotation from here on out. says actually, yeah, yeah, it's a good show. And look, we will cover it. We will cover it on Tuesday night when we do a preview of Liverpool versus Villarreal. Uh, Villarreal can definitely derail our train. It won't be as easy as we think. I'd like to think we have enough, but you just don't know. So for Cheers, Yeah, they seem very solid. They seem very well drilled, hard-working. When you get a chance, they take it. Um so we're just going to have to be clinical we're going to have to be very very um good defensively because listen, they are gonna look for breaks, the likes of Dan Juma and stuff like that. We'll look for breaks beyond you, so we'll have to wait and see. Would the day trippers team be coming over to see the parade bus and crack a weekend in Liverpool? I'm sure we can organise something. Absolutely. Ian Wright as in the is in, in the Premier League Hall of Fame, says Cat. I'm sure he's a secret red, always praises Liverpool the top bloke. I think Ian Wright has come out over the last couple of days and said he's desperate for Liverpool to win the quadruple, which is a bit mad. The Leeds game sandwich between the two Madrid toys will be the game where CE could drop points. Um It's funny, I was getting a taxi to Liverpool Airport last night, fella picked me up, he said he was a Liverpool fan, taxi man, he was on his way home to get pissed. They were his exact words, and I said, well I'm going to the airport, he said, come on, jump in, I'll bring you, because I'm on my way home. And he said the exact same thing as you. He reckons that's a big, big win for Liverpool, and he reckons the next one is where Liverpool could take. He reckons we could beat Newcastle, and they could stumble against Leeds, but there's five chances for it to happen, we have to win all five. Um, If we draw against Newcastle, I think it could be over. But there's five chances for something to happen and you never, never know. We just have to, players have said it, they keep saying it. We just have to keep doing our job constantly. And if we can keep doing our job, we're not even at our best. Klopp said it yesterday, we're not at your best. Keep winning games. You'll always be in with a show. Um, I think that's about it. Um, We deserved that yesterday. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Don't listen to the narratives because it's a deflection tactic of the fact that Everton didn't want to play football, needed to win to get out of the bottom three and showed no interest in winning. And um, yeah, we took three points, deservedly. And we move on to the next one. Everton will move on to the next one. But if you listen to Everton fans that I know and have spoken to, they think they'll struggle. Um, we have to wait and see. But it's none of our business, really. We have five games to try win a league. We have nine games now where we possibly play and and win all four competitions. We'll have to wait and see. Next up is Villarreal. Um, Gav, did I hear Keith Wright last night said something about a Champions League draft show on Thursday? Um, I'm not sure if Keith said that. Um, I listened to the first 45 minutes of it um, last night while I was editing after I came back. And I didn't hear anything about that. I ask Keith. You're probably just winding me up. But um we'll see. The plan for this week, try to get as many of these cop update shows out. <coughs> excuse me, as we can during this week. Winners and losers, me and Phil are on tonight. Just me and Phil, so we should be interesting. Um tomorrow will be ten o'clock, will be a preview to um midweek fixed preview of Liverpool versus Villarreal. Wednesday night will be the full time Reds. Thursday, if Keith's doing a show. Fair enough. If he's not, we usually take towards of the off, don't we? Um, Friday will be sports unplugged, and as I said, as many cop updates as we can. Two hundred and two watching, sixty nine likes. Hit that like button on your way out. If you haven't subscribed already, give it a try. Subscribe, watch a few videos if you like them. Absolutely fair enough. Stay with us. If you don't, unsubscribe. It's cool. You know, um, Failicon is a charity, a brilliant, brilliant charity to help parents who have lost children during pregnancy or just after birth. Link is in the description if you want to donate. And as I said, very easy to copy that link, send it amongst all your friends and family and get them to keep that cycle going where it's shared and people look at it and maybe donate. And if not, keep sharing and sharing and sharing. And we try to get to that 10K. Thanks, Gav, Mods and chat. you never walk alone, onwards and upwards. Um, best of a pool channel, in my opinion. Watch Cheers, mate. Um, that's it. We're going to go, if that's all right. and That's our Monday afternoon done. As I said, me and Phil will be back from 10pm at Winners and Losers. And because it's only two of us, we will look for you in the chat to throw some winners and losers at us. We'll, have, we'll bring one or two each, and then you can throw the rest in. And we we'll talk about as many things as we can from the weekend's football in the hour, hour and 15, hour and a half, that we usually take up on your Monday night. That has been it. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.